Old Fashioned Football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app to get last-minute tickets the lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off. Hey, what's up? This is Sam Acho, and you're listening to Old Fashioned Football. Old-fashioned football. You make this deal right now, you pancake-eating mother... All right, deal! Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. If you're wondering who you're listening to, this is J-Mark. You can find me on Twitter at JMarkFootball, and we're on YouTube right now. So go to Old Fashioned Football Podcast on YouTube, and hello, how you doing? Before I continue going, I got to I got to introduce my partner. Sorry, we were recording this after we actually met with the distiller that we're having coming up, and we've already been drinking our whiskey. So you're like burping and hiccuping over there while I you're trying to bring in. me in. Bring I me into the in. show, Justin. Bring me into the show. <laughs> you can find her on Twitter. She's my uh, partner on the pod and in life, my co-host on the pod and in mm-hmm. life. You can find her on Twitter at the Mermark Miranda. Mer, how you doing today? Doing great. It, as you already said, we just got done interviewing. It was an amazing interview. It was so Absolutely. much fun. So I feel like we need to just get it, get it kicked off and let's get over to the interview, Justin. Absolutely. You guys are going to enjoy this one. All right, everybody. We've been telling you that we were going to have a special guest and today is the day on Whiskey Wednesday located in Seattle, Washington, the owner and founder of Two Bar Spirits. We're going to be drinking some whiskey with him later today and talking a lot of whiskey. Nathan Kaiser, how you doing today? I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. I Love to talk whiskey and uh, with any whiskey lover. So I think we found uh, like-minded souls, if you will. Yes, yeah, so we are going to get along great. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> or as I say, you had me at hello. <laughs> That's right. Now we already let you know we won't grill you on any football because you said you, you weren't into the football. Um, in fact, you said they kicked you out of Texas because of that. Yeah, it was a bit painful for the ego and the uh, you know the self-confidence. They let me visit every now and then but uh yeah i'm like the only guy from texas who didn't get big into football you know and uh instead of like bsing about it i was just like look i don't watch it i don't play it uh i love it uh you know if i get to go a game every 10 years i'm like hey this is great i love overpaying for beer as much as the next guy um but uh yeah it's like mm-hmm. they kicked me out it was painful they revoked my visa you know it is what it is yeah there you go. Um, you know, you're the second person. Well, actually, I don't know if Ryan Bingham um, is from Texas, but he's got his own whiskey now. Also not into football at all. Doesn't like football. So the second Texas person that doesn't like football. Well, I think that's two <laughs> out of 32, 34 million. So we might be right? in the minority. <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody from Texas is like, so what's your favorite team? And I was like, of what? 
<laughs> right. That doesn't go over well, but it's a okay. love it. I'm, I've gotten yeah. past it. Well, that's right. Cause you can talk whiskey, you know, whiskey very well. And we thank you for taking time to meet with us on old fashioned football. So why don't we get right into distilling and whiskey? Yeah. So what do you want to know about our humble little brand and what we're doing and, uh, and why? Well, first, can we take it back a little bit and start at the beginning with how you got into distilling? Sure. So uh, I hope the feds aren't watching, but um, <laughs> I was uh, doing a little bit of um, home boiling in the basement, if you will, and uh, some delicious elixir came out of that boiling that happened. And I was like, you know what? This is really awesome. I've always been a bourbon guy. Uh, and I was uh, making some bourbon mash in my basement. Somehow it got boiled. And um, I was like, this isn't that bad. Although <laughs> I still, you know, um, if you were to taste that stuff versus what we're making now, you would be like, dude, what the hell were you thinking back then? You know, <laughs> versus them saying, what the hell are you thinking now? That would have me worried. Right. Right. Um, yeah. But uh, and, you know, I was like that guy and I was a COO of a tech company. Um, and I was like, you know what? I love tech. Uh, okay, I'm lying. I, I, I liked it. It was fun. I worked with great people, but I wanted to make a huge career shift. And um, we just had our third son. And I went up to my wife and uh, I said, hey, I want to make whiskey. My um, first son, I think I said that. Um, and she goes, yeah, you should do that. So I left the room before she could change her mind. And um, <laughs> I think she rues that decision ever since. She's uh, all joking aside. She's amazing, hugely supportive of the enterprise and everything we're doing. Um, but I'm the only guy to use pregnancy hormones to his advantage to start a whiskey distillery. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Love, it. You know? Love it. Yeah, no, I left that room and I like filed the paperwork. I started the incorporation documents and started raising money like within five minutes. Cause I was like, I better get off to the races before she changes her mind. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's awesome. I believe I recently said I needed just a very small still that I saw. And you said, you wouldn't know what you're doing with it. <laughs> you wouldn't. You would <laughs> not probably know. Figure would. it out. Right. I mean, <laughs> right. you just yeah. turn up the heat here, turn the cooling on here and you're rock ready to rock and roll. There you go. <laughs> All right, before we continue talking about whiskey, I got to tell you about game time. Buying tickets to your favorite events, it shouldn't be stressful. Sometimes it is, though. You're trying to find the best seats. You don't exactly know what you're getting, but game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Maybe you can get tickets to Sean Green's comedy show. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you're going to have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Maybe we should see if there's good tickets for the concert we're going to this Sunday. Just kidding. We already got our tickets. But if we didn't, we would go to Game Time and get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110%. Of the difference. That's more than 100%, just in case you were unaware. You know, I really kind of want to go. We were just in Minneapolis. We saw the U.S. Bank Stadium where the Vikings play. And I thought, man, going to a Bears game there would be awesome. But we never know what the weather's going to be. It's Minnesota. It's Iowa. I'm going to check game time. Maybe we'll get a last-minute ticket. 
and you can get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. I love that. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, you're set. Tickets get sent directly to your phone. You never have to dig for them through your email, worry if they go to junk, anything like that. Snag the tickets without stress with Game Time. Download that Game Time app, create an account, use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account, use code SGPN, $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Now back to the whiskey. So we mentioned you were from Texas. Um, I read on the website that Two Bar is the name of your family ranch. Can you talk a little bit about um, the ranch and then how you decided to use that name for your distillery? I can. Yeah, I that is like my heart and soul. Well, that's not true. My heart and soul is wherever my wife and my kids are, right? Um, sure. But uh, my center is that ranch. Um, you know, it's been in the family for about five generations. Uh um, it's about 420 acres it used to be a lot bigger, but in previous generations, it got culled down, you know, it sold off as families do. Um, I think it started off at like 1600 acres and now we've got oh, wow. 420, um, still pretty big, but, um, yeah. I mean, it is awesome, right? Everybody has their, uh, memories of their place with, you know, whether it was grandma's place or, you know, a family place they would go to, um, whether it was a ranch, a farm, a place in the woods or on the water. Um, and to be frank, we're losing that, right? Like family, mm-hmm. where do families go anymore, right? If grandma's passed, there's usually a patriarch. But normally it was a matriarch who kept the family together. Um, and we had the same thing. Um, and we would always go there for, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas and Easter and, you know, God forbid in the summer. <laughs> um <laughs> But, you know, and so that is a special place for me. And uh, I remember I spent every time, every moment I could, whether as a young man, a young adult, or definitely an older adult, uh, down there working with my grandmother and my grandfather, right? Like, I couldn't be bothered to do any chores at home. I mean, it was like, you know, (laughs) Nathan, can you vacuum the family room? Oh, my God. Oh, good Lord. You know, (laughs) and my grandfather would be like, hey, do you want to go? Uh, it's a four hour trip through the most rural parts of Texas to go buy uh, feed. And then we got to go preload all of the cattle feeder, you know, the, 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 you know, the feeders and work cattle. And it's like 110 degrees. It's just scorching hot. The truck had no AC. And I was like, let's do, let's go, let's do it. You know? <laughs> um, and then my grandfather uh, put the kibosh on me as a, as a farmer, he would always grab these hands and go, those are city boy hands, you know, like the only calluses are from the fingertips and working on the keyboard. <laughs> and I was, so if I can't ranch, I might as well shine is what I came up with. Um, nice. but, but all joking aside, this is my homage to that heritage, that mm-hmm. history and, uh, and those that came before me. Very cool. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. 420 acres. You said it was scaled down. That's still a lot. I mean, I can barely, we have eight and I can barely keep up with it. So, well, by Texas standards, <laughs> Justin, it's like a minuscule, right? Like, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> people are like, that's all. That's my backyard. I was like, okay, come on. <laughs> well, for us Iowans, it sounds like a lot. That, is, that does. Uh, it I mean, like anywhere, right? But like area. the fact, back to that point, like, you know, the fact that we have a place to go, right? That mm-hmm. has that heritage and where family can get together. You know, I remember I opened the distillery and this lady, an older lady reached across the tasting room 
and uh, the bar and she grabbed my hand and she goes, we used to have a place to go. Right. Like, oh, cool. and you're like, you're, it's gone. It's that, that part of uh, the American l- legacy is dissipating, mm-hmm. right. As we lose yeah. connection and, you know, in like in Iowa and Iowa, like in Ohio mm-hmm. and like the family farms are sold off, they're gone, mm-hmm. you know? And I yeah. think we're losing a lot of our legacy and our rich cultural heritage because, with that. So for sure. Yeah. So you went from, you know, brewing in your basement and then your wife's boiling, said, yes, boiling, like, stuff. boiling, 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 <laughs> boiling in your basement. Um, and then deciding to start two bar. Uh, how did that, what was that process like for you? And how long, I mean, did it take for you guys to get up and, and running? Yeah, that's a great question. So that was, my son Eli was born in 2010 July and mm-hmm. that was in like uh, October that I talked to my wife and uh, then I was off to the races I incorporated that night right um, October 17 2010 but it took a year to find a building or a location it took another 10 12 months actually to get up and running right the I was like I came in this so cold I didn't know anything Right. Some might say I still am in that uh, paradigm, but, um, you know, I, I was like, oh my God, you got to get, there's a state requirement permit. I knew there was a state incorporation, but I was like, you got to get licensed with the local uh, alcohol organization agency in our case, the liquor control board. Now it's a liquor cannabis board, but uh, how things change. Um, (laughs) And then, you know, there's the TTB, the tax trade bureau. You've got to register as a DSP distilled spirits plant. So that all took a year. And so we opened on October 20th, 2012. So two years from start to finish. Um, And then, you know, like I'm never do what I did, right? Like it was so dumb. If you were to check off the dumb check boxes, it'd be like Nathan, 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 (laughs) you know, because I was like, I'd never worked in the spirits industry. I'd never worked retail. I'd never worked um, in a bar. I didn't know shit, right? (laughs) Um, like I, I didn't, I was like, oh, you need a distributor. Oh, who knew, you know, what are those? Um, oh, you need to buy bottles. That part I figured out on my own, (laughs) Um, but like, it was so dumb. Right. Um, but what I am really good is at listening and learning from people and learning Mm -hmm. quickly. Right. Like I have a good, I have a, a thing that I live by, which advice only applies to the people giving it. Right. Like, how many times has somebody given you advice and you're like, mom, that's great advice, but that applied to you. Right. And there's a <laughs> right, wisdom, yeah. and it could be mom, it could mm-hmm. be dad, it could be grandmother, grandfather, it could be random friend, random people at the checkout line. Right. Everybody's got advice for everybody else, but it only applies to them. However, if you listen hard enough, there's usually a nugget in there that you can apply to yourself or in almost in most cases. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so I just went on a listening tour and talking to everyone. I talked to uh, the two best, not best guys I talked to, but maybe the most insightful for someone who didn't know anything was I went to the two largest distributors in Washington, uh, Southern Wine and Spirits, now Southern Glaciers, and Young's, which is now RNDC. Um, And these guys were senior management, right? And I wasn't pitching to them to get picked up by them. But I was like, hey, what are the things I need to know? 
And they said to me verbatim, almost like they had been talking the night before. They were like, we would love to bring you on, but we will screw you. They use a different four letter. They use a four letter <laughs> word starting with a F. You know, and I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. Tell me more. And uh, they're like, look, we're a big brand company, right? We do Jack Daniels, Jim Beam, uh, you know, all the big brands and would love to bring you in. But what we'll do is we'll bring you in and we will not do anything with you. Our, it'll sit in there in the back warehouse and you'll die quickly on the vine because our reps, even if you go get a placement in a bar and or a restaurant, are, are commissioned almost to take your bar back off that thing and put in a bit one that they're getting commissioned directly from the brand and from us. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, the whole game is awesome. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it is, <laughs> right. uh, it's brutal. It's open warfare. <laughs> and I, you know, it's sick that I kind of love it. Right. Um, but like, you know, as a small brand that's well undercapitalized, right. You're working, you're, you're up against, if you decide to start your own distillery, you're going up against guys that are netting billions of dollars a year, right? Mm -hmm. And you're not, right? So right. how you can only be plucky to, to, <laughs> to, so, uh, to a level, right? Um, and it's like, how do you compete? And, and how do you compete in a space where you are screwed, right? Your production costs are usually two to three times t higher per bottle than mm -hmm. theirs, right? Because they're they're make like uh, let me get let me see what's the right figure here. I am making in a year in production what Heaven Hill. You guys know Heaven Hill, and you know, mm -hmm. yeah, makes in an hour and twenty minutes. Wow! And they oh never stop production, right? Um, what's the other one? Four Roses. Is it Four Roses? Yeah, makes in a makes in, in two hours and forty minutes what I make in a year. Wow. And they're That's both crazy. trying to double production. So like, I don't even exist as a rounding errors, rounding error. <laughs> sure. Right. And then, you know, uh, in the bars and restaurants, they're like, well, how much can you pay me? And I was like, so I was talking to a bar in Nevada, <laughs> in Vegas, and they were like, we'd love to bring you on. I was like, oh, great. And they're like, it'll cost you $120,000. <laughs> Oh, to wow. get a bottle placement on the back bar. Wow. And you're like, I well, had no idea that. Can I, give you a, <laughs> can I give you a hug? <laughs> All right. We're taking a quick second here. We're going to get back to Nathan in just a minute. But we'd like to tell you about SGPN's Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 first place prize besides season long contests. They also have weekly contests just for the Patreons plus a monthly SGP stories podcast completely ad free and full of behind the scenes stories from SGPN. There is even a discord channel just for Patreons. Only you can prevent corporate gambling. Do your part and sign up today sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. And don't forget, if you sign up today, this week's contest, it's a pick'em contest, some baseball mm -hmm. games, some NFL preseason games, $75 store gift card. All right, back to Nathan. So, I mean, it's like, you know, it's brutal. And so the way that I have, I think, survived and thrived uh, is one, we keep 
it fucking honest, right? Like mm-hmm. we've never made or sold a single drop of anybody else's bourbon ever, right? Like mm-hmm. a reporter from a, one of the local newspapers when I first met him was like, hey, this whiskey's really good. Where did you get it? And I go, I'm, I'm making it. <laughs> and he looked at me and leaned in and he goes, hey, where are you really <laughs> buying it? And I go, fuck you. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm slaving. And like in the early days, we were running 22 hours a day, five days a week to make a like a non-existent batch of whiskey right Mm -hmm. it was so small like we were collecting like this (laughs) you know (laughs) out of a 50 gallon stainless steel oil drum with two three inch copper pipes coming off the top don't ever do that that's so dumb (laughs) right Um, yeah you you know so if if i'm telling anybody who's going to start their own i was like start with higher production quantity like uh capability um and uh and don't waste time but like i didn't have the money right i bootstrapped this stupid mm-hmm. thing and i say stupid but i really fucking love it um, <laughs> yeah, sure like i'm an addict uh and um but yeah like don't do it the way we did right like we had a bulk milk tank from umer's dairy so like imagine you mm-hmm. guys know this like a trough cut in half right mm-hmm. yeah and a roto hammer drills our paint as with a paint mixer on the end when was our mash um it was so dumb. It was like so dumb. Uh, but we're still here and, you know, we're like the largest privately owned bourbon distillery in the state of Washington. And that and a bag of peanuts won't get you very far. But, uh, you know, it's cool. I love it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's definitely something to be proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's awesome that you right out the gate were making and selling your own because we have talked with a, a lot of um, distilleries that, they have this idea, they want to open, they just want to get it going. So they start by buying and they say, you know, well, we want to do our own products several years down the line. And I think it's really neat that you've um, just stuck to, to you, you know, stuck to you, trusted your stuff and gone with that. And mm-hmm. I think that's that's really cool to me. Well, everybody has their own path, right? I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. on, I, I believe strongly that um, one I don't, if anybody sources, Hey, that's great. You know, um, Mm -hmm. you've got a different model, a different game plan, but because we're so small and we're not Jim or Jack and have crazy market share and crazy marketing dollars, the minute you start deviating from your messaging is you're losing, right? Like, I mean, for nine, okay, well, everything is, uh, so for almost nine years, we had one skew. Right. We had the what is now the bottled and bond. It started out as a hundred proof bourbon and then it Mm -hmm. became straight bourbon and then it became bottled and bond. Right. Um, Which no other craft distillery that I know of is making doing that. Right. Right. Um, But we had one skew because I was like, I can't be everything to everybody. If you want a vodka. I mean, we made vodka in the very early days uh, and we, we still make a moonshine, but it was like the moonshine is like we make one batch every two to three years and it's just for shits and giggles out of the taste. It's delicious. Of course, everybody <laughs> says that about their own juice. You know, no one ever says, right. All right. you know, <laughs> <laughs> it might give you hives. Um, but the vodka we were making and I was like, why are we making vodka? I need to be a, I want to be a bourbon distillery. So I think we we made it for like the first eight months. And we got it into like Trader Joe's and we got it into really good retail and people loved it. Right. Mm -hmm. But fuck vodka. 
right? Like, right. I didn't, it's I'm not sorry, I'm dropping a lot of F-bombs. <laughs> I apologize. All You're good. all good. You're good. It's not family friendly. The kids aren't running around in the back, you know? Nope. Uh, we allow it. <laughs> okay. Um, one, it's a race to the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. Because of cost. But two, I'm not passionate about it. And this business is so hard that if you're not passionate about something, stop. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, I, I joke that I tried to date a lot in high school and college. Uh, and so I got rejected. I got used to rejection early. Right. Um, and that's kind of a lie because I didn't really try to date a lot in high school. I was too nervous. Um, but in college, I tried to make up for it. Um, <laughs> But like, you know, if you're not ready for rejection and so, and if you're trying, if I'm like, Hey, look, how about, did you like vodka? How about my vodka? Oh no. How about my gin? Oh, how about my absinthe? Oh, how about my, you know, blah, 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 insert liqueur or whatever here. I was like, no, mm-hmm. I'm here to sell you bourbon. And if you like it, that's great. And if you don't, thank you for your time. I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, yeah. But like, you know, don't waste people's time and do what you're passionate about and just, stay like freaking what is it like the horse with the blinders on yeah love it um so this is this is probably a loaded question um but what's your favorite thing about distilling honestly like i love the like every morning milling a thousand pounds of grain and it's me and my head distiller maddie right so she does all the hard work i'm just there to look pretty and, you know, we like we buy the corn directly from, uh, and the wheat directly from a farmer out of uh, central Washington, um, the milling a thousand pounds. And you see the whiskey become or actually the uh, the wash uh, become the, new, um, you know, the uh, low wines and then the low wines becoming the hearts and then the hearts becoming the whiskey. And then you sip it with friends or like today I went to the had a doctor's appointment, you know. And the guy was like, oh, I know two bar. I love two bar. And I was like, what the hell, man? That's awesome. <laughs> you know, um, like, it's just that, right? Like doing something <laughs> with your hands is a lost thing. Um, unless you're a teenage kid. Um, that's a horrible <laughs> joke. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> horrible. You can edit that one out. Good God. Um, I'm leaving uh, it in. <laughs> you do you, buddy. You got it. You know, I'm the one that said it. So it's on me. Um, even the back of my head, I was like, don't say it, David, don't say it. <laughs> I was like, I put that guy away a long time ago. Um, right. uh, but like the fact that you make something that is make helps allows people to make long lasting memories or to commiserate a success or said sometimes to commiserate a loss. Um, mm-hmm. and that's something people enjoy. Like it's fantastic, right? Like, and while I'm not a rancher, I get to, support um you know that family legacy and help keep the thread going and uh it's a gift that i've been given very cool so one of my questions for you what is of everything that's out there for two bar right now what is your favorite whiskey bourbon yeah well good lord that depends on whether it's morning noon or night you know no um (laughs) (laughs) uh i I will say they each have a place in my heart, right? Like, so the mm-hmm. 80 proof is like super accessible and like, I love drinking. Like last night I just poured it over like a rock. Um, although look, it's already half melted. <laughs> and I just put it in there when we started the conversation. Let me, 
<laughs> Get that water out of there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, you know, like the amaretto is a little bit of that sweetness, almost like mm-hmm. a uh, old fashioned, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. But at 90 proof, because it's got a little bit of that sweetness, a little bit of the nuttiness, um, but not over the top on either, a little stronger at 90 proof. And then the wine barrel tends to be my go-to when I'm sipping neat, because it's got mm-hmm. a little of that complexity, the wine notes, the tannins, and the mouthfeel. But then for like just pure freaking flavor, the bottled and bond is crazy, right? 100 proof, mm-hmm. super sipping whiskey, and just delicious. Um but, you know, like, I don't know, uh, I got three kids, right? They're always like, which one's your favorite? I was like, it depends on the day. And every day, <laughs> you're in the running, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it just depends. But generally, it's the wine barrel. And I, um, you know, the wine barrel, nobody's doing an amaretto barrel finish. Nobody's doing a wine barrel finish. But the amaretto tends to be a lot more, a lot uh have more of a draw because of the sweetness right mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but the wine barrel like that the tannins the complexity and everything it's more like a manhattan um yeah it's yeah so i'd say the wine barrel is generally my favorite but i like them all okay of course um i was gonna ask Surprise. this when we we're doing some tasting but i'm gonna jump to it now you're, you you see a lot of like um aged in sherry casks or uh the port finishes rum finish i think this is the first amaretto finish that i've yeah. seen how'd you decide to uh do that what what brought that about yeah that was a crazy fun one so uh we have friends up in uh, sons of vancouver distilling and you may want to talk to them they just won best new canadian whiskey this year um oh, okay. Awesome guy. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, James and uh, James Lester and his team. Um, and we were like, he's like, Hey, you got any barrels? I'm thinking about making some whiskey. And I was like, sure. You know, cause we can only use them once and right. uh, yeah. they don't have that limitation on them. So he, and he was like, I might put some amaretto in there. So they make a delicious amaretto. And then I was like, Hey, what if I got those back? Why not? And mm-hmm. we got those very barrels back and then finished our bourbon in them. And then you're like, holy shit, this is delicious, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, so that was just serendipity, right? I'd love to say, mm-hmm. have my white cat, you know? And I'm like, no, Mr. Bond, <laughs> I plan for you to die. No, I was just like, hey, let's try this, see what happens. And the same yeah. was with the wine barrel. And it's a blend of red, bold red barrels. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody does the sherry and everybody does you know, uh, the port. And that's great. You know, I love doing what everybody else is doing. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the sailing term of flyer. Are you guys. Mm-mm. So if you're in a pack and you're racing in a sailboat, right? And if you're here mm-hmm. and the, you're all trying to go that direction, you're never going to get to the front. And it's my analogy in business too, right? If you're doing every what everybody else is doing, you're fucked, right? You're screwed. Mm-hmm. So you got to take a flyer. You got to go, hey, I believe in this. I'm going to go this way. <laughs> and everybody else is still here. And you might come out back. You know, everybody goes, and that did not work, right? But every <laughs> right. once in a while, if you do something novel and you execute on it, you go, hey, oh, that was fun, right? And mm-hmm. I think that it's true in any business. It's true in any industry. If you're, you know, like, if you do what everybody else is doing, who cares? Mm-hmm. Right. And I love a a sherry cast finish and a port barrel finish. Right. So, I mean, who doesn't, but if Mm -hmm. I, you know, and I'm, we might still do it, but it'd be like a one-off. Um, Mm -hmm. 
but yeah, I like doing what I'm doing. <laughs> nice. yeah, I think that Amber, that is just very intriguing yeah, <laughs> to me. Sure. So good, right? Like a little bit of mm -hmm. ice or even in like, a, honestly, like an old fashioned. Um, it's really, what else? What, what else was I drinking in it? I even pulled it up. Hold on. I have so many cocktails that I cycle through for my wife. She doesn't drink a lot of whiskey straight. I'm still working on her on that. Um, <laughs> a paper plane. It's delicious. Oh, and a bourbon sour. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would be. Mm -hmm. So that's what. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot here. What's your favorite non two bar whiskey? Well, uh, they're all shit. So, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, there's so much great stuff out there. We can't get it here in Washington, but for the value, for the cost, the old. Um, uh, Heaven Hill bottled in bond at like $14 a bottle. That stuff mm -hmm. is like six years old. And for 14 bucks, you're like, this is delicious. I hate <laughs> saying that. Um, right. You know, um, I like the esoteric ones like that. Um, I mean, yeah, they're all good. Not as good, of course. I'm trying to think. Put me on the spot. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you know, we put it just I do it to everybody. We do it to everybody. So, <laughs> no, I think it's a good question. Um, let me see here. Uh, I like some good rise. Um, yeah, I, I kind of only drink two bar. One, I get it cheap, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. and two, it's delicious. But you know, I'm I try to drink a lot of other stuff, but not too much. But mostly, it's like I sample at buddies' houses because I don't drink. You mm -hmm. know. You got if you don't it's like you don't drink the, your, your own juice, then what the hell are you doing? Right. Yeah. Um, but Makes I would sense. say like Heaven Hill, Elijah Craig. Um, I'm not a fan of a lot of other stuff out there. I think a lot of stuff is just too freaking bland. Mm -hmm. Right. Or like in my case, it's like if it's a one note wonder, then you can stop wasting my time. And I think a lot of whiskeys are like that. You know, I'm not going to name names, yeah. but you know who they are. Um, but they're all well-made and they're all great, but they're like boring. And I think, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, I keep telling people like, you don't have, not you, but the proverbial you, um, mm -hmm. you're going to be blown away by craft whiskey, like, you know, craft beer, right? Like I'm, yeah. I'm not, you know, the IPA is a little overdone and stuff and, but like, you know, flavor is amazing. And yeah. the new stuff that you're getting and even the geographic centric flavors that you're getting are pretty phenomenal, right? Like this, you know, I don't think anybody's doing a six green mash bill like we're doing, but if you did that six, same six green mash bill here versus Iowa, it'd be totally different whiskey, same process, sure. same. And that the terroir, if you will, of whiskey is pretty, probably pretty uh, subtle, but it's still there. So I just tell people, be open to trying a lot of the new stuff that's coming out um, and just enjoy it for what it is. And it's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's How interesting. How is that for a deflection? A grade right <laughs> like there, it. baby. Maybe that's even right. A plus. <laughs> no, it's interesting. You mentioned the one note wonder when we um, kind of really got into whiskey. It's like you're seeking, we were seeking like, oh, that's so smooth. And now that I've had so many different whiskeys and tried so many different things, when I try one that's smooth, it's just like. Okay, right, well, that's both. all I can say about it. Yeah, yeah. All <laughs> I, I you want complex smooth, and you want to yeah. pick up all these yeah. different, different flavors. Yeah. yeah. Like life is so, short, right? You want uniqueness and you want flavor mm -hmm. um, because, man, we don't know if we're going to be gone tomorrow. So like live it up now. 
within yeah, moderation, right. of course. <laughs> you <Sure. know>. but <laughs> moderation like, is key. <laughs> uh, amen to that, you know. Um, but I, I agree. I think when people are like, oh, it, it's smooth. I was like, that's all you've got? Come on. Come on. Do better. <laughs> One up me. Yeah. So we have asked distillers this before, um, and everybody kind of has different roles and responsibilities depending on the place. But what is your day to day like? I mostly chill out, uh, read. No. Um, <laughs> so, you know, so we're the top 10 production distilleries in Washington. Washington's like, we've got like 120, 130 distilleries, you know, for a very small population, like 7 million top line. Um, and it's just Maddie and I. And that's not true. It's Maddie, myself, and Sony. Sorry. Sony is amazing. She's an assistant distiller and does some sales for us, but she works like a day a week. So it's like, mm-hmm. I have 1.2 employees, if you will, um, and we run mean, lean operating machines. So Maddie is in charge. As soon as I cross over, we have, <laughs> I'm, I'm so cheap. <laughs> we have a tasting room, and I still work in, at the tasting room bar, right? I just stand up, and that's my work office. And then anytime I cross the threshold into the production facility, uh, Maddie's the boss. Um, and so she's in charge of production, uh, bottling, uh sourcing and all that stuff although i help quite a bit there where i can and where she wants um but i'm in charge of uh the marketing the sales the finance all the other stuff to keep the business running um Mm -hmm. yeah and we've you know we've always run a mean lean operating machine right if your production costs are two to three times higher than everybody else there's not a lot of room for having Mm -hmm. huge staff Uh, i have I know people who make less whiskey than I and have smaller revenue than I that have like five, six, seven, eight people. I'm like, what the hell is going on? You know, yeah. like you got to run it. And, you know, we've been very fortunate to have been, we're profitable. We're small, but we're profitable. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like the first step to long-term growth. Right. And uh, uh, yeah, I was back to that conversation I had with heaven Hill and sorry, what it was makers Mark. I misspoke earlier. Um, And they're like, oh, that's great. You're so, you're doing good. Yeah. (laughs) You know, when I told them the volume differences in terms of what they were making production versus us. And I was like, that's great. Did you start the company uh, 140 years ago? I don't think, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I'm doing it the way I want to do it. The Mm -hmm. way we, you know, and we're executing to a plan. Um, But to your question. So I run like all the business side of it and I can run production. I'm just nowhere near as good as Maddie. That freaking woman just crushes it, right? Like she makes more whiskey per capita than anybody in the state. Wow. And she never, and she just had her like third kid. I'm like, yeah. And you know, so I have three kids. She has three kids. I think we're the only distillery with the changing table in the bathroom, right? Like, (laughs) where's L and I? (laughs) Love it. Um, so you kind of answered this, but even though it's 2023, it seems like every, there's still a lot of people that think, well, bourbon can only be made in Kentucky or that Kentucky and Tennessee is the only place you can find a distillery. Um, this is our first Washington whiskey. So what's the dis- the distilling scene like there in Washington or even just in Seattle? I mean, it's pretty dynamic. Um, is it? Like we have like, a, I think at our height, we had like 150 distilleries in Washington you know Mm -hmm. Washington is blessed you know like you guys with a very we've got a lot of stuff that's grown here especially central Washington a lot of wheat a lot of corn maybe not as much corn as other people (laughs) 
but <laughs> we're trying our best, you know, <laughs> but also amazing amounts of fruit, grapes, apples, uh, pretty much any kind of fruit that you want. Um, and so that led to a really bona a bonanza in the people producing it, right? So whether it's vodka, potatoes, or wheat vodka, uh, whiskeys, we grow a lot of rye, uh, corn and wheat in our case, um, but a lot of liqueurs, um, a lot of like strawberry liqueurs and cherry liqueur and pretty much any liqueur that you want made from a fruit you can find here in Washington from the local distilleries. Um, it's pretty competitive. Um, Washington State kind of sucks in that um, the taxes here are killer. You know, like mm -hmm. if you're buying a bottle of bourbon, uh, say for 30 bucks, you're paying a 20.5% sales tax. You're paying oh, wow. on top of that a per liter fee. The retailers have to pay 17% of gross to the state. Um, the distributors have to pay 5% of gross to the state. So the state of Washington makes more money, in, I, I believe, if my math adds up and I haven't looked at it in a while, than all the other players, you know, because of the all those taxes. Um, and that drove out a lot of the um, small re independent retailers. So it's all big box stores. Um, so it's <laughs> hyper competitive. It's nuts. Uh, and, uh, you know, you're always battling for that shelf space so that those consumers can find you. Because ultimately, you know, running a distillery is hard, but um, it's a sales side and getting out into the market that is really brutal. I mean, that's true everywhere, right? Like <laughs> whether in Ohio, which is a control state, right? So this committee determines who gets to sell into the state and you're like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> you know um wait what was your question again i got off on a tangent uh, no you're good <laughs> just like the distillery oh dynamic washington seattle yeah. oh yeah yeah it's a it's really cool i would say we're very cooperative i'm the vp of the distilling guild up here i resign about oh. every day and the president of the guild never accepts my resignation um, <laughs> But yeah, you know, I think generally we try to support each other. I remember when everything was hard to come by, I've given or sold corn to people that needed it, bottles, and they've done the same for me. Um, yeah, we're all in this together. And, you know, the thing is, like, um, I've heard that some states are very competitive against each other. But in mm -hmm. reality, you're going up against the big guys, right? I pick on Jim and yeah. Jack because they're so big. Um, I've never had any negative interaction with them or any of their team. Um, but you know, that's where we're try trying to, to get market share, right? And they yeah. know it. Um, you know, if I'm competing against a guy with 0.00000% market share, it's kind of kind of stupid, <laughs> mm -hmm. right. right? And so, but if he and I can both get a fraction of say, Jack or Jim's business, like, oh, well now that's real money. And we mm -hmm. can then, you know, buy more corn from that, farmer who just bought out his dad's farm and is raising two kids and you know like it's very so anyway it's very cooperative um and it's yeah it's great we it's they were all on good terms except for one or nice. two they're dicks that might be me i don't know <laughs> <laughs> love it yeah right, what's the old what's the old joke right if you have to wonder who the dick in the room is <laughs> then it's you <laughs> yeah <that's right. laughs> yep yep Oh, well, do you mind walking us through well, some? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I have another question. another question. I got a question. Um, so where, what do you distribute throughout the the whole country or do you only mm. distribute in certain Somewhat. areas? We're in about 22 states. Right? 22 states. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we're in 22 states, not Iowa. Um, but, um, you know, and it's just like 
trying to back to that earlier conversation I had with distributors, I've tr generally shied away from the larger ones and gone for more of the mom and pop distributors mm -hmm. in the states that we're in because then you can have an actual relationship and you can grow with them and you can have mind share with their reps and their teams. Um, and so we're in 22 states, always looking for more um, because it's, you know, this is about getting out there and getting to consumers' hands so they can try it and hopefully enjoy it. Uh, but 22 states uh, for now and see where that goes this year. Nice. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, if, if I were to go and order off your website, you ship to Iowa, is that correct? No, no we... Um, we try not to ship uh, okay, because it's really bad. <laughs> like you can get into a lot of trouble. <laughs> mm -hmm. Most states don't allow you to ship into their state. Um, we are about to work with a partner that will ship, uh, that has the ability to do so, um, but not us. But like we were uh, contact, like we, when I first opened, we got an order from the great state of Michigan and I didn't know anything, right? So you're seeing a theme here. Um, and we shipped that bottle to the great state. And I got a letter from them saying that uh, they could sue me for illegally shipping to the state. And I was like, hey, didn't know. But thank you for letting mm -hmm. me know. And that's also entrapment. So good on you. Um, <laughs> I'm happy to have you talk to my lawyers about it. They never emailed me back. <laughs> and I never <laughs> shipped again. So there you go. Okay, I got you. But yeah, it's very, it's not like wine, right? Um Mm -hmm. Every state is like an independent country when it comes to spirits. So every time I go into a new state, I have to register in the state, re do a report every month and do taxes every month. And, um, you know, you, if you ship illegally into a state, they will come after you because it's about the revenue, right? They want their revenue. Sure. Um, and so I advise people who are in my size or even bigger, just don't do it. It's not worth the liability, you know, like you could lose mm -hmm. your license, you could like, you know, so we, we don't do that ourselves. And if people order from us online, I, I usually go, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> thank you for your <laughs> business. I very much appreciate it. Uh, if we're already in the state, you can find us at these retailers. Um, but, uh, yeah, we don't ship. But you okay. are in Nebraska, correct? We are. We, okay. uh, great okay. partners in Nebraska. <laughs> we're in Missouri. Uh, we just got into Illinois. Uh, we're also in Kansas. Yeah, so I could go down the whole list, but that would be really boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's but, where yeah. we uh, learned about you from Cody Zeeb, who's part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network that we pod oh, for. Oh, yeah. Nice. He works for, is it K&Z Distributing? Yeah, yeah. Mark Thompson yeah. is our mm -hmm. my main contact there. Great organization, yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, if you follow Mark on Facebook, you'll be really disappointed in your own cooking skills. So I, I stopped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like he's just like cooking up like five star meals like every day. And I was like, I thought you're trying to sell bourbon, jerk. But you know, <laughs> love it. Love it. Did you have any other questions? No, before? no okay. you can move on. Um, if you don't ah, mind, you can walk us through a taste. Smart husband there. Right. <laughs> Yeah, should we talk? Uh, oh my God, look, more water already. Oh. I gotta... <laughs> what What would you like us to start with? Well, I if we're doing a full, are we doing a full tasting? Or are we doing? Uh, if just you have a, time a, for it, we'll try them yeah, all. Yeah, you had me <laughs> right. below. All right, so I would do the eighty <laughs> right. proof, right? So we make like a a thing here. We make one bourbon, right? Every day, <laughs> we're like the most boring distillery in the world because we make the same mash bill every freaking day right never deviates 
And then that whiskey goes into a barrel, and then we can finish it the four different ways. So this is the 80 proof. And uh, oh, good Lord, I overboard. So I mean, you overboard for me. Too. I know I was pouring we're, we're, hers and she put her hand out like, like whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa I think he has a game plan. I feel like he does. I'm, I'm taking yours. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so cheers, you guys. Pleasure to yeah. meet you. Cheers. Likewise. Yeah, and thank you for the time. Uh, so a little butterscotch, mm -hmm. vanilla, cherry and chocolate with honey on the finish. Right. And this is at 80 proof. Mm -hmm. So really accessible. And this we usually retail on uh, most retailers for like twenty nine ninety five, mm -hmm. which is crazy awesome. Good. Yeah, a very good price. It smells super sweet, like yeah. a very butterscotchy. That's why I got kid number nose. three. <laughs> My wife's like, Love I it. hate that joke, and I was like, that's why I tell it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, like, I mean, I I sip this like uh, my my easy to go cocktail, right? I usually have mm -hmm. like one a night. When the boys are in bed and it's like a little quiet around the house, at least kind of, we have two dogs and a cat, right? That's just like the whole menagerie. Um, <laughs> so I'll pour a little bit of that bourbon, about two ounces, and just a splash or a skosh of port mm -hmm. on it. Ooh. And it's just like the easy poor man's, you know, I mean, it's a Porto Manhattan, right? Uh, yeah. But not really, because you're not going to all the complexity. No one even bitters. And it's just as like, just out there with my pinky out. Cool <laughs> we that sounds amazing. I've never like put idea. just oh just my goodness. Port, yes. Yeah. Well, it adds a little bit of that complexity, and um, mm -hmm. it's super delicious. So yeah. So the that's the main base, like like the, our main whiskey, if you will. But that's the base for all of our whiskeys, and so when we add it or mm -hmm. put it into a uh, amaretto barrel or the wine barrel. Where we let it, you know, age for longer over four years now for the bottle and bond, um, mm -hmm. just adds that complexity. And it's more um, the complexity is just more astute, right? Because it's more concentrated on the bottle and bond. So thumbs yeah. up or thumbs down? Thumbs up. I'm hanging I, up. So pick, choose wisely. Right. <laughs> no, I, I really do like this. Um, this mm -hmm. It's uh, really easy to drink, but kind of like we talked about earlier, it's not just the the one note. You, you do no. have a lot of stuff to it, but it's very easy to drink. It is. And there's a, I'm, so I'm tasting like I. You won't be wrong no matter no, what. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but on the nose, I really smell the butterscotch, but I taste like vanilla and cherry. Yeah. And then I guess oak. Is that what well, would make sense to be oak? But you have a little wood in there. There's yeah. that. Yeah kind of afterwards yeah on the finish there mm -hmm. yeah. i once was having like the worst day and this lady came in and you know i generally like obviously this is a separate discussion but i don't normally give people tasting notes before they try it and i because this one day i was being such a jerk right i was just in a bad foul mood <laughs> we just had kid number three and i'm not sleeping and i'm working all hours right you know normal stuff and mm -hmm. I was, she was like, well, what flavors? It's like Rusty Swing. That's what you're going for. That Rusty Swing notes, the metallic hint. <laughs> it hits the back of the palate. She's like, oh, I get it. And I was like, good Lord, woman. And then I was like, good Lord, Nathan, being such a jerk. And I just realized this little tree in the back makes me look like I'm alfalfa, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sit just right. Awesome. Just right, right, right there. I love it. I, love um, it. I was like, I did do my hair, right? No? Right. <laughs> But um, yeah. So the eighty proof is so good, and the the fact that mm -hmm. it's like twenty nine ninety five is crazy. Yeah, and that's because mm -hmm. we're this is very good, super efficient, right? Like mm -hmm. 
you know, just the uh, 2.2 of us. <laughs> yeah, right. 2.2 people. Uh, but yeah, super fun. And then the reason we get so much complexity is it's a six, and I mentioned this earlier, six grain mash bill, right? Nobody's <laughs> doing that because nobody's that dumb. Um, <laughs> right? Like, so it's like corn, wheat, and four different malted barleys, which is unheard okay. of, right? But we yeah. learned that from our beer friends um, because, you know, they're like, let's do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a little bit of anything in the malt makes a huge impact. So it's like C120, C150, which is heavy roast, and then chocolate mm-hmm. malt and two row. And that chocolate malt adds in a lot of that flavor, disproportionate to the amount that is in the mash bill. Nice. Um, also, I would say if you're a texture person, my dad has become like a, a big texture person when it comes to whiskey. And this is not like a, a thin whiskey. Mm-mm. It's not, it doesn't taste it's like or feel like a watered down. Like, yeah, it's, it's got a nice thickness to it. Yeah. I, I think that's really, Which really impressive. We've had some like watery whiskeys. Yeah. And it's, yep. No, it, I still good. try to stick to there's no bad whiskey, just some that are a lot better. That's than others, bullshit. But... And you, we all know it, right? Like, I'll never say um, who they are, right? Because these, <laughs> these are people I know and or people I, I companies I respect. But some of the shit is really fucking bad, right? <laughs> and it could be from a big distillery and or a small mm-hmm. distillery. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. But there are you know. some big name distillers. I don't I don't like their yeah. whiskey. Well, I have totally, said it before. <laughs> they're totally sounds... garbage, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll never till my dying days will I ever say who they are because that's unprofessional. But there is bad whiskey out there, right? It's yeah. True. Yeah. But there's bad mm-hmm. vodka, bad gin, bad beer, you know, bad milk. I mean, come on. Because it can always be bad. <laughs> that's right. <Yes. laughs> but uh yeah, I I, I got to be careful not to ever say their names. <laughs> <laughs> we won't make you say it <laughs> thank you very you're very kind so that's the 80 proof uh do you guys want to move good. to the amaretto are you guys still sipping i no, I'm, I'm it's i'm ready, ready? Mm. but i would i would want to pour this one so i don't pour too much if we're trying all of these i would like you to not give me as much i want to want to taste i don't want <laughs> an ounce and a half <laughs> we all just get along you know i mean come on <laughs> No, you pour, you pour right. it. I will pour. I'll spill. That's good. Thank you. Just want to make sure you get, you like your How long you guys been married? Rule. 11 years. 11 now. years. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Or Thank you. congratulations, Thank you. Justin, Melinda. Condolences. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, you. I wanted to pour you enough because you have your three sip rule. I do. I always try everything like I take three sips and I feel like each sip I pick up more flavors. And then by the third sip, oh, yeah. I like I did it all. I think that, Oh, I, Miranda, I apologize, Miranda. I misspoke your name and I apologize. Oh, it's okay. You're good. The whiskey's You're good. already hitting my head. What can I say? <laughs> oh yeah. Cause I'm sweating like a freight train over here. That's and I've... I was going to say, you can blame the heat. That's all right. Oh, look, I'm like flushed. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Anyway, I gotta go jump in, jump in some water after this. You said <laughs> but, it's ninety four there. Yeah, it's like it never gets that hot. You know, I'm the only. Yeah. Okay, so we live on a tiny little lake. You know, here mm-hmm. in the northwest, and I'm the only one rooting for global warming until <laughs> I'm on a podcast and I'm sweating bullets. You know, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's pretty bad. This is this is good. Yeah. 
Would Isn't you be willing so to share? Yes. Would you be willing to share your bourbon sour recipe with us? Because I'm. Mm. I would yes. like to. I, can I mean, see it's super that simple. It. So, depending on if you're feeling um, <laughs> frisky, <laughs> not in that sense, <laughs> but just you know, in terms of drinking. Um, so, two ounces of bourbon, and if you're feeling frisky and living large, it's three. <laughs> Mine is normally mm. three, as you're probably not surprised. Um, <laughs> Seven, uh, three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice, three quarters ounce of a simple syrup, and then an egg white and shake with lots of ice. Oh, okay. Nice. And then kabloosh. It's so good. <laughs> and bet. this with the amaretto, it's like, it just adds a little bit of complexity to it. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I hate my life. You know, it's horrible. <laughs> so I will say one thing I, I like about this one. Um, it's I like the amaretto. one thing, Justin. The one no, thing, uh, one thing that really we're stands getting out along to me so with, well. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that really stands out to me is you get the amaretto, but it's not overpowering. No, it's like not. It. Because it's, uh, sometimes when you have things that are aged, maybe they go too long. I don't know how all that works, but it's no. Seems or they're like, adding like so much sugar that it needs an insulin freaking shot, that, right? Like, yeah, that might be need, it. Yeah. I don't need a syrup for pancakes. I'm drinking a whiskey. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Sorry. I, no. I'll stop talking. No, you're good. No. Um, I, I like that. That it's, it's, it's good. You it's, get that it's light. there. Yeah. You get the but taste it's of it, not, but not overpowering at it's all. It's not all no. you're tasting. You, that whiskey bourbon is really coming through. Yeah. I would say that that is our kind of like one of our things, right? What we're known for. It's mm -hmm. not overpowering. And if you, if anybody likes like syrupy over, sugared whiskey wait when mm -hmm. it's more of a liqueur i mean more power to them but that's not a bourbon right you mm -hmm. can't add sugar to a bourbon and be called bourbon right mm -hmm. this is literally like the mash bill that i talked about in a bourbon barrel and then it goes into an amaretto barrel and then it goes into a bottle right mm -hmm. um and it doesn't it's like if you're going for the other stuff I'm not a short order cook and I'm not going to make you pancakes. So like, it's not going to go for it, <laughs> you know? Sure. And anymore, like ever since I've always liked bourbon, I've gotten really into um, some rye since we started the show, Yeah, but Take it I, back. Take it back. <laughs> Only bourbon. Bollocks. Bollocks. <laughs> I got but... kids to feed that all need dental, damn it. <laughs> but um, I am, <laughs> I prefer my whiskey's neat now. And mm -hmm. I always nice. used to like prefer it in a cocktail, but I would like to try them neat. But now it's like, I prefer them neat, but a cocktail occasionally. But I, yeah. So I, I love that this is like, you get that amaretto. You don't have to, it's not overly sweet. So I yeah. could just sip, sip this neat. It, yep. and, and this is, this is awesome. Two for two for, you get a lot of flavor, very easy to drink, not bland, and I'm I'm really liking the texture. Oh, Usually, perfect. texture doesn't bother Very me too way. much one way or another, but I don't like it too thin. And yeah, two for mm -hmm. two, these are very good. You know why? Because we're all adults, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like it's like, True. come on, you want like you know a well-rounded whiskey. You want. You know, it's kind of a, you don't want it overpowering, right? But mm -hmm. you also want it to be able to stand up in a cocktail. And yeah. getting all of those right is very hard. Um, mm -hmm. And that's where Maddie is a rock star. Uh, but like, you know, 
Yeah, because you want it to do all of... It's really an interesting thing, right? We want it to be sipping mm -hmm. meat or we want to be able to put in a cocktail. But technically, those shouldn't be the same whiskey. But I do right. think ours does or is able to be both, generally speaking. Maybe not for everybody, mm -hmm. but for those people that it's not, I don't care about them anyway. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, that, that was good. For sure. Very, Very good. good. Should we move on to the yeah. wine barrel? Yeah. Yes, let me... There we go. Which one is your uh, bestseller? I okay. So the it's too. It's a complex answer. I'm not trying to be obtuse, but um, the 80 proof is becoming our bestseller because a craft bourbon at that price point is like unheard of, right? Um, mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the main skew for nine, ten of our like nine of our ten years was the bottled and bond skew. Right, mm -hmm. that started out as a hundred proof bourbon, and then straight bourbon, and, and then now bottle and bond. Um, but the uh, eighty proof is taking over for that one. Right, nice. and in and every small craft distillery, especially like my size, your home state is your market, right? Mm -hmm. And because now with all the amazing distilleries that are popping up, everyone's like, "Well, why would I go for two bar out of Seattle?" Until you try it, versus everything else that I can get. No, I mean, you know, that's a little bit tongue yeah. in cheek, but. You know, like it's super competitive, and I bet you guys have some sure. amazing distilleries near you, right? Mm -hmm. um, but the bottle and bond is our was our top selling skew until recently, okay? Because it was the the skew that we had in all the stores locally. Anyway, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm bloviating now. Cheers to that. <laughs> you really do smell wine. Yeah. Good God, that's delicious. Sorry, I'm. It is very good. <laughs> no, that's what you're here for. Mm -hmm. <laughs> ah, that's fair. Well, then I'll, I'll, I'll just like, my God, it cures cancer. <laughs> there you go. Great for, uh, I, want to, I was about to say like it's great for toe fungus, but that, but that would be horrible. Um, <laughs> that's a horrible joke. You can edit that one out too. <laughs> It's funny again. I, like, like, I don't ever know to take you seriously, and I was like, only when I'm telling the truth, <laughs> right? <laughs> again, I like that it's um, not overpowering wine. Yeah, very. Uh, nice you get the that notes right, like it's a yeah. complexity, yeah. Mm -hmm. and the mouthfeel yeah. on this one I really like. Right, almost mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. texture. Um, what kind of wine barrels do you use? Yeah, so. I will say this, it's a blend of different bold reds, right? So like mm -hmm. Merlot and all those ones, San Giovese and um, because like, so this one can change a little bit more batch to batch because we work mm -hmm. with a single winery, Sparkman Winery here in uh, just northeast of Seattle in uh, Woodenville. Great winery and they we get our barrels from them. So it's a blend, right? So it can change a mm -hmm. little bit, but doesn't change a lot but it's that blend that kind of makes it what it is and allows for a little bit more stability than if we just picked one right because reds and wine changed from vintage to vintage so dramatically but it's like a lot of different barrels that, it, that go into it but i'm not trying to be obtuse i just you know no yeah no that's, mm -hmm. just trying to be as forthright and then would that change to like <clears throat> 
if the winery, because I know sometimes wineries can, their wines can vary from year to year based oh, on for sure. the crop of grapes. Yeah. So, yeah, so this could be, but this is good. Yeah. This is so good. It's so I swallowed mine good. down the wrong hole. So, you need to calm down. He's just too <laughs> excited. All right. He went, he went a little too frisky. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it is very good, though. Even inhaling it, it's good. <laughs> it's good for you know sinus infections in that case. And no, I don't. Know. It clears you up. Yeah. No, this is. Good. I can't put any of that on the label. The TTB would shut me down. But yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, but I. You can see why. I like, it's definitely like mm -hmm. it's one of my favorites, right? Like it's. Mm -hmm. uh, this is. And. We do it's... one of these for a local retailer. Um, mm -hmm. It's a barrel strength at 107 proof wine barrel. That's so good, oh. right? And <laughs> you sound horrible, man. <laughs> I know. I need to. I'm going to clear my throat. You sound like a chain smoking grandma all of a sudden. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> what do you think of the potatoes? <laughs> everybody sit. Dinner's ready. <laughs> Love it. Do you drink water? Like, what do you need um, to do to yeah. get this out of your lungs? <laughs> drink more whiskey. The only answer. You gonna survive? Yep, I'll make it. Okay. <laughs> oh, Justin. Anyways, 107 proof. You said. <laughs> I'm sorry, 107 proof. You said. We. I feel, I feel like all of a sudden we're like reenacting scenes from Beetlejuice, the movie, right? Like. <laughs> Which they're making a second one of, apparently. Get out of freaking town. Really? They are? Yeah, with Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice. He's reprising his role as Batman, as Beetlejuice. One, He's just bringing everything Michael Keaton back. is a rock star, right? He's yeah. awesome. But two, can we make new movies already? Like, <laughs> you know, it's like... Everything okay. is remade. Everything yeah. gets remade. Every, like, it's like whiskey, right? Go for new. Create new. Create, mm -hmm. like, don't redo what's already been done. That just means that creatively, you guys, the, the movie industry is fucked. Yeah. Somebody right? needs like, to take a flyer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just don't care about all the remakes, right? Yeah. Like, mm -mm. I just don't get it. There's some, like, um, yeah, like, even Mission Impossible 22 didn't do that well, right? Like, right. and it was supposedly really good. I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't go to the movies anymore because it's like, show me something new. Mm -hmm. Right, but I, I yeah. but that's my like, uh, you know, my credo, right? With whiskey and everything else, it's like food, like food. Do you remember what we used to freaking eat as kids? I don't know about you guys, but we ate the hot a lot of hot dishes growing up in Texas, right? Like, yeah, you know. And now food, and I love a good hot dish. Don't get me wrong, I love a good hot dish, but food now is so freaking good and different and unique, right? Like, and it's mm -hmm. available to everybody. True. Can the movies not do the same shit? They're doing hot dishes every day. <laughs> no. True. Right? True. I mean, I, I love uh, cream of mushroom as much as anybody. <laughs> like, come on. Mm. I'll stop talking. I'm making an ass of myself now. <laughs> you are good. You're good. I'm sorry, chain smoking grandma. <laughs> <clears throat> Don't make me laugh when I'm trying to drink it. <laughs> You don't, yeah, don't repeat. Yeah, yep. That one, um, so far has been my favorite. I That's really favorite. like, yeah, no, I like them all. Like, they're all really good so far. But well, I really like this like, wine one. 
if I may, I like, we may not be for everybody's palate and flavor profile, right? And their preferences, mm-hmm. but at least everything is well-made, right? Yeah. And I think um, that bar, like, I mean, uh, you know, so I've seen the craft industry now for 10 years and a lot of the shit was garbage, right? Mm-hmm. And I know I shouldn't be saying that, but I'm a little intoxicated now. One, I'm sweating bullets. <laughs> it's super right. hot here. Anything goes. <laughs> but, but like, if you are not, you may, like, none of us are for everybody, right? Because right. the mass market is not going to be for super complex, extravagant, flavorful stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're not making good stuff, regardless of everything else, you're hosed. And I encourage everybody, like, focus on the quality, focus on the cuts, focus on the, well, focus on the grains, the cuts, and the process, and then go for what you're doing, right? Um, Yeah. Because without that, you're dead man walking, dead man in the water, and that's no good. Um, For sure. And on that little soliloquy, I'm going to pour some more whiskey. Yes. (laughs) All right. Bottled and bond, anyone? Yeah, Yeah, please. I love a good bottled and bond. My son's going to come upstairs, so the other two are gone at Grandma and Grandpa, right, house. And the eight-year-old who I'm taking to scout camp, to, uh, Cub Scout camp tomorrow is going to be like, Dad, have you been drinking all day? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, I have. Well, no, there's no alcohol at Scout, so I got to make up for it. You know? There you go. So Just cheers blame again. old-fashioned football. Cheers. But look at the color cheers. on that one, right? It's, or like, it's nice, yeah. It's a very rich color. color. Yeah, that's what I was This is 100 proof. And that same butterscotch, that same vanilla, that same <clears throat> cherry and chocolate, mm-hmm. but now aged over four years at 100 proof. But, and pardon the turn of phrase, also super smooth. Very. Yeah, it's, I, it is the same, same smell, the same notes. Yeah. Oh, that's good. It's the only reason I have friends. <laughs> You don't want to name the other places, but I will pick this over the Jack Bond at any day. I didn't hear you. Sorry, we had a bad connection. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is good. This is very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that one is like, it's mm-hmm. so crazy. And I'll be honest, I'm exceptionally proud of the fact that as a small craft distillery with a really dedicated team, that we actually have a bottled in bond that's available like all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like I remember early days when I thought the walls were closing in, right? Like never bootstrap a whiskey distillery. It's like going up against um, life when uh, going up against a, a Sicilian when life is on the line, right? And, or doing a <laughs> land war in Asia, if you know that reference. Yep. Um, and a good friend of mine, Andrew Borer, was saying, Nathan, just keep doing what you're doing and make bourbon, right? And I was like, well, that's what we're doing. So we're going to keep doing what we're doing. <laughs> And like the fact that we got to that point and it's so good is like, it's so fun and so mm-hmm. rewarding because like, that's fucking delicious. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Oh, no, you're talking normal good. again. Welcome to the party. There's <laughs> <laughs> the bottled and bond that fixed me. <laughs> Grandma's left the room. <laughs> um, I will say there's only one bad thing about this, and that's that we have to drive to Nebraska more often now to uh, to get this it. This is good, Cody. Can... I know. I'm sorry. I'm working on Cody Iowa. If Iowa. you know, if you know a good distributor in Iowa, I'd love to talk to them. Um, 
We need to get some distributing connections with our podcast, and mm-hmm. we'll start there, and then maybe we can get you hooked well, up. To be honest, like along those lines, you guys have talked to a lot of really cool people. Um, mm-hmm. And if those kinds of connections are make or break for small distilleries such as myself, or, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, if you could do that, it would make it makes a disproportionate impact for yeah. the small guys. Right. The big guys already have their distributors. And I think right. um, I wouldn't make it as a prerequisite or anything, but like, you know, what you guys are doing in helping small brands like myself is huge. And I'm ever so thankful. Right. Because, you know, it's a competitive marketplace where everybody's trying to yeah. get their millisecond of fame. You know, I'm not on OnlyFans. So, <laughs> you know, although, okay, can I tell you a highly inappropriate story that's, I think, hilarious? Yes, please do. So my wife and I were in Salt Lake City. We flew to Salt Lake City with our three boys and drove to Carbondale, Colorado for my sister's wedding, right? Okay. And Mm -hmm. I officiated the wedding, which I hate doing, but it was my joy and my pleasure to do for them. And we drove back to Salt Lake City with my other sister's sweet caravan. And we were Mm -hmm. trying to fly back. This is like a few weeks ago. And we were trying to fly back to Seattle for all the stuff going on here. My son's birthday was on, this is uh, more than a few weeks, but late June, right? Mm-hmm. And my youngest son's birthday is on June 30th. There will be no quiz. And um, <laughs> like every plane from Salt Lake was getting canceled because everything on the East Coast was canceled, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, well, so randomly the third plane was canceled. We're like, we're driving. And, um, Good Lord, where was I going with this? God. <laughs> Only fans. Only fans. Only fans. Thank you. <laughs> we're landing that plane. <laughs> so we're dry- we decided to drive the 15, 17 hours from Salt Lake back to Seattle to get back in time for my youngest son's birthday party, which we were hosting. Right. And we stopped. My wife, I was like, we're not stopping. We're getting gas and we're going right i told the boys i was like go to the bathroom now uh no fiber the whole way because we're not stopping (laughs) for any reason my wife of course shut all that down and she goes and by the way i have friends in this rant lagrand in south sorry northeast oregon and i was like what are you doing we're trying to get home i'll be the one driving until four three four a.m in the morning she's like we're stopping for dinner with my friends i was like damn it so we stop at this brewery, you know, and we have dinner. And I was like, someone was taking our photo with them because we had to waste more time. And uh, they were like, is this for your TikTok? And I go, no, it's for my OnlyFans. And like, I don't know what OnlyFans is. Okay, that's not true. But uh, I heard about it. And like, everybody in the bar went, when they OnlyFans and like, just stared at us. And my kids were like, what's OnlyFans? And I was like, this got awkward really quick <laughs> so yeah i made quite an impression in rural oregon with a joke about only fans that's there. awesome <laughs> love, love it. it hey jinx stop it one two three four five six seven eight nine ten. anyway that's what my boys do <laughs> are you okay there i thought we were having a moment are you, are you in a moment <laughs> oh my yeah that um my favorite is the bottle and bond. That is very good. That is so good. Um, yeah. I think I have to agree with you. My second favorite is the wine. The amaretto is very good. I feel like that's going to be like a, I'm in the mood for this. So I'm going to go to that type of thing. 
this bottle and bond is yeah oh all four are very good <laughs> i mean it's um, crazy right mm-hmm. and at 100 yeah. proof mm-hmm. yeah i'm really it's, proud of that one yeah it's a very yeah. it's that was too easy to drink it's so good yeah it's like i said i would pick this over the jack bonded any day um i i mean we you got me the jack bonded because i wanted to try it you wanted to do like it. bottle and bond and mm-hmm. i just wasn't that impressed but you know i've never had it and uh yeah. so and i feel like i wasn't okay. that impressed you yep. don't need to try it because this <laughs> is really good oh <laughs> you guys are the best yeah, thank you. <laughs> um no for, for real though one other <laughs> wait did you just oh. say for real though for, yeah, for real though. For real though. Um, I was trying to. Well, I'm trying to catch my train of thought here. You, uh, for real though. What's up, bro? Distribute in uh, Minneapolis. Yeah, we are in Minneapolis for uh, Minnesota I mean. distributing. He's like, okay. now this guy's being a dick, laughing at my for real though. <laughs> no. no. Um, go ahead, laugh at him. Yeah, he needs it. yeah, you can laugh at me. I'm good with that. No, I'm not laughing um, at you. I'm laughing with you. With you, because I'm thinking. I wonder if uh, we can talk with. I don't know if you've heard of a Spirits in Minneapolis. They're a, a liquor store. Um, I'm wondering if they work with your distributor because they do ship to I think 42 of the states, if I'm oh, not mistaken. Lord. So yeah. if Two Bar was there, then we then could just fine. order it and get yeah get mm-hmm. it shipped. So. And I would um, point people to a spirits all day long, right? Because yeah, right. Everybody wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know yeah. anybody at Ace? Yeah, we yeah. actually um, we interviewed their owner Luke because he's a, a huge bourbon guy, all, all whiskey, but he loves bourbon. So, um, so yeah, this is an American. what did you say? That... I love it. <laughs> That's right. So what I used to get in trouble before. There? I'm sorry. Sorry. What was the distributor you work with in Minnesota? Bellboy. Okay. I'm gonna so I got in trouble that. before COVID. I would always like in a big group, right? When we were doing those kind of, and we're doing it more now, thank God. But like, um, and I'd be like, all right, who here likes uh, scotch? You know, and people, and like, you know, I love scotch, but the joke is what the joke is. And people would raise their hand and I go, I'm a fucking patriot. I drink bourbon. <laughs> You know, and the, and like some of the scotch guys would get the joke and they'd be like, ah, ha, yeah. ha. but the other guys would be like, <laughs> which made me laugh even more right i was like right, Come on, yeah man. you got to be able to laugh at yourselves right like you're just, that's mm-hmm. right so you got these four you also have one i saw on the website counterbalance whiskey yes so Can you tell us a little uh, bit about that one yeah so that's a uh so we're a bourbon distillery asterisk right at, but yeah uh, we worked with them and we made their Imperial Russian Stout Mash Bill, which is a single malt, okay. and then aged it for over four years in one of our bourbon barrels. So, like, the single malt, st- like, stout notes come all the way through, um, mm-hmm. and it's delicious, but we don't, like, uh, it's only out of the tasting room. Okay. Well, I guess we better plan a trip to Seattle. We're going to have to come out there and try it. <laughs> I, we might be able to work something out, yeah, and make that work for yeah. you guys. And then... Um... I was just browsing your website. You guys also have a chocolate bar that's made with your bourbon. It's not our chocolate. It's a Spinnaker chocolate. So they get our bourbon and then make their chocolate with, and it's delicious. Um, Yeah. Kelly is his name. And he just had, I think they had their first son or first kid. And Mm -hmm. uh, the chocolate is really good. I'm biased, of course. Um, (laughs) 
But uh, yeah, available on their website. I think it's spinnakerchocolates.com. Okay. okay. So definitely check that out. Um, on your website, I was I just wanted to let the listeners know, in case they are in Seattle, you can purchase a tasting and tour for two for $25, which comes with the tour tastings and two shot glasses. And then there's also a gift box, which includes tasting and tour for four, jar of Demerara sugar cubes, small batch chocolate bitters, a muddler, and a recipe to make your favorite bourbon old-fashioned. I'm going to have to see if you'll just give us that recipe since we're old-fashioned football. But <laughs> my question there, do you guys make the chocolate bitters? Uh, yes. So our nice. uh, Sony makes it from the – it's kind of awesome, actually. So we sent, we give – or uh, that's not true. We sell. But anyway, the, the <laughs> bourbon to Spinnaker Chocolate uh, for mm-hmm. their chocolate bars. And then we get the the what's left back, and it's like this super cacao-like infused chocolate, and then we make bitters out of it. And actually, that's, that's awesome. Sony. Sony is our um, the resident mixologist, and uh, she makes it all. It's awesome. Very. And cool. all the money goes that's to Sony, neat. which is the best. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. And then, are you guys open for tours just on weekends, or do you go all through the week? It's a little convoluted. Okay. Um, <laughs> so during the summer, right, we are generally closed. Uh, okay. because it's so fucking hot. Like it's like 117 yeah. degrees in the distillery, and Maddie uh-huh. has uh the three kids, and I've got three kids. So we open up again September 1st, and we have uh our hours are essentially nine to three. Um, but okay. if you email the info at twobarspirits.com, we'll find a way to make it work for you. Perfect. Okay. Awesome. Did you have any other questions? I'm good. Is there anything that we didn't ask you or anything you want to share? I mean, my mother's maiden name is McGrew. <laughs> I'm not going to give you the last four digits of my social. Uh, my high school friend, never mind. <laughs> no, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for coming on our show. We've had yeah. a great time with you. Oh, you You're... guys are awesome. Thank you. Your bourbon is amazing. Yes, if, very much so. If anyone is lo- listening and located in a state where you can get to bar, highly recommend that you try or it. Or go to Ace Spirits in Minnesota, right? In the yes, right. and <laughs> hopefully the, it will be on the shelves there soon, too. Yeah, for sure. Amen to yeah. that. Well, thank you both for your time. It's been a joy. Thanks for putting up with my shitty humor. Uh, I've appreciated <laughs> I love it. it. I, love I hope you guys have as well. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Love the humor. Um, <laughs> You say that yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, everybody can go to our web post or if you're listening to this on your streaming platform, we'll have a link to the website so you can find out more about Two Bar Spirits. Um, check out the webpage. We'll have some photos there of the distillery that were taken from your Instagram. Um, <laughs> and yeah, if, if you don't have anything else to add, um, I think we'll close it out. No, you guys have been awesome. Thank you again for the time. And I'm glad you guys like the whiskey. I know Absolutely. I do. Thank you. I do too. Yep. Thank you. And thank you for your time. Cheers. Take care, you guys. Yes. Stay you out too. of trouble. No more Don't drinking try. tonight. No, no more, Justin. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> Take care, you guys. You too. You too. Bye. Thank you. All right. Thanks again to Nathan Kaiser from Two Bar Spirits. Uh, he was hilarious. I had a lot of fun talking with this him. This is fun. This is definitely a fun interview. Is I just felt so comfortable. Yeah. I think he's a funny guy. Absolutely. <laughs> and funny I think guy. that makes yeah. it just so much. Some good jokes. Yes. I'm not editing those out, Nathan. I am sorry. Sorry, Nathan. <laughs> They're staying. That's right. 
Um, I apologize that I, I swallowed with the wrong the wrong hole there or inhaled it and sounded like a grandma for a little bit, but um, the whiskey was phenomenal. I really liked it. This is so good. Yeah. That bottle and bond before I tried that, like I, yeah. the wine is good. They're all very good. Yeah. But I sure. was thinking that just their straight bourbon. Yeah. I felt like that could become a real go-to mm-hmm. trying that bottle and bond. It is phenomenal. Yeah. So I still love the straight bourbon. But this bottle and bond is special. Yeah. If you see Jack mm-hmm. bonded sitting on the shelves, Get this bottle and bond instead. I, I promise. I, I don't know if there's a price difference, but it is worth it. Speaking of bottled and bond, how's your bottled and bond over there? It is gone. People actually get to see it being gone today. There you go. <laughs> going once, going twice. Sold. Old fashioned football. 